Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Will Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre save the tag team division? Will Kurt Hawkins ever win a match? And we break down the last raw before Money in the Bank. All of that up next. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. From executive producers Maria. What was that, Tony in the booth? You just messed up the whole flow. I didn't know Maria Menounos produced this track. That's weird. Usually you just hear DJ Khaled say his name a bunch of times. This is before DJ Khaled. It's actually a little known fact. She actually did produce this track. Wow. Weird. All right. Well, shout out to Maria for sure. She's talking about Big Pimpin spending the cheese. Well, the reason why we brought this song is because they said Jay-Z and John Mayer are one and the same, I guess. So John Mayer did something like this. Absolutely. John Mayer is huge in the hip-hop community. Yes. Yeah. A lot. Not really. Um, so I'm your host, TK Trinidad, and with me, we have the Destroyer. Yep. Robert Bain. Yeah. Bob. Big Bob. Big My Bob? friends call me for head friends. Yeah. Or lady no. friends? Huh? <laughs> I don't, yeah. I made my... Uh, like I say, it was the Coastline Classic Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. That's why I'm wearing my Coastline Class shirt. You uh-huh. can't get this anywhere. And uh, it was nice to be back. You'll have to watch the show to figure out what exactly happened. But I, I've had a lot of fun. I know. It's good it's, to be back. It's like every week is a different lineup. It's just like, okay, well, you know, as long as there's two. Yeah. I don't think we've ever had a full four of like... It's been it's been a it's been a minute. It's been a, it's yeah. been a minute. But, we, you know. we are busy. Hey, it is we're at the top of our field, and that's what happens when you're at the top of your field. Big pimpin'. You get requested to do a lot of different stuff. There you go. We're the best. What can we say? We're sorry, I guess. That is a Khaled line. We're the best. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it. So Natalia and uh, Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss, and Ember Moon—they go at it in a fatal four-way. Um, Natalia gets injured or kind of some knee issues during it. What did you think of this match? It was pretty good, actually. This was a heck of a match to start the the evening off with. I actually like the the segment at the top of the show that featured the girls and the guys mm-hmm. that are going into the ladder match. Watching, looking at the setup initially, I thought this looks dumb. Right. This is this just looks dumb, but it actually worked out kind of okay. Yeah. And then they reset everything, and then we had the the four way match, and it was uh, they the everybody took a lot of risks mm-hmm. in this match, and I think really in common. Terry, they 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 made that idea very clear that maybe they should reserve themselves for Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. Because it's it's a ladder match on Sunday, and you've got a four-way match that you are throwing everything out. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 tough to say that that's a good idea right. because you don't necessarily win anything. The winner does not get anything more in the ladder match that a loser might not. So why are you working so hard? Well, Sasha Banks literally throwing 
getting herself in people. Well, a couple of things. A lot. The last couple of weeks has been kind of soft as far as like storylines. I mean, the performances were okay, but I feel um, their performance might sway audience members to you know cheer for somebody a little bit more than the other person. That might be that might be the case. They might want audience. So you're thinking they're going hard tonight to try and get the pay per view buys in quotes and that they know, don't necessarily get anymore because well, it's on the network it's on that the everybody network. has. Which is interesting because now what you said the intro that le- that led into the match, I feel like they're taking an ESPN and boxing approach. Like you remember when Mayweather and I'm sure they do this now too. Um they like they have the um the sixty like they have a couple weeks where they follow me whether and you know um, whoever he's you know going up against and they have the guy explaining everything i feel like they're taking that approach to it so they're com- they're taking a lot of different sports things that have worked well and then yeah. applying it to wwe so now it's not just wrestling they've been doing that for a while mm-hmm. they want to appeal to other sports fans fans outside of yeah. just the one sport and the and voiceover everything. guy too is either from boxing or somewhere else i don't know if you I think he's from that. boxing yeah. yeah yeah i think that, t- that tells the little is. stories i'm like this is kind of weird but great like i love like i want him to do my story one day <laughs> we'll, we'll see. but uh, i mean it's i think it lends something to to the stories as a whole mm-hmm. but for this match in particular it was it was interesting seeing natalia fight through this this knee injury mm-hmm. and and really trying her best to get the better of everybody despite having having a, a glaring issue right. that every single person took advantage of um and I, I'd say Sasha Banks took a lot of damage in this I don't know if she's gonna be a hundred percent for Sunday yeah she took that dive from Ember Moon right into the barricade. Looks like she smacked the back of her head. And then there was something head. before that too. That she, she she went for a dive onto I think it was Natalia and kind of just ate dirt. And yeah. It, yeah, it was it was definitely rough. But Natalia, even with the injury, managed to get the victory mm-hmm. over Alexa Bliss with the sharpshooter. Yeah. So I, I, you, it's very difficult to say because a sharpshooter is not a valid way to win a ladder match. Mm-hmm. So I can't say is that necessarily helps her in any way, shape, or form. It's it's a victory. Mm-hmm. It's a nice little, huh, you, you got one. Yeah. You ain't going to win Sunday. Well, my she does a lot of cryo, and, you know, deep tissue, <laughs> ice. Ice, ice. I kind of feel like um, storyline-wise, if they're looking for the long game, hopefully uh, we'll see what we'll talk about that with um, with Ronda Rousey and Nia. But the long game, the fact that Ronda is only really friends with uh, Natalia, that almost sets itself to be like, okay, they're forced to do head to head, and now you know Natalia is by any means necessary. So that might set up some type of thing in the long term as far as you know blowing up their friendship. Right, and uh, I, I'd have to say I don't know who's going to be the number one contender after Money in the Bank, mm-hmm. but Natalia getting the last victory before the Money in the Bank pay-per-view might put her in a better place to face whoever is going to be the women's champion right. after Money in the Bank. That could actually help her to sort of establish maybe the fact that she's headed towards a title match after Money in the Bank. Possibly, I'm just really speculating. How many, how many times have she had, has she had the belt? Oh, not not many. Okay. Let's put it that way. Like she, less than she, four? Last time she had it was on SmackDown. Okay. Uh, yeah, I remember has, that. She has not had it since coming to Raw. So we'll we'll see. So good yeah. luck, Natalia. Um, next up is Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, and Bruzango. <laughs> I can see their mission, 
But it just feels like it's gone. I, I don't remember seeing them last week, but maybe we did. But it feels like um, it's it's just kind of getting lost. Who is? Their, their mission to renovate or, like, you know, change the tag team division, Drew McIntyre and Dolph Ziggler, uh. as far as them wanting to dominate, which they are in their matches, but it feels like we don't see them doing anything else in order to remember that that's the point. I of don't being there. think they're they're a tag team, as as much as that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. I think they are two individuals who are driven to excel mm -hmm. because they don't do tandem tag team moves. They are not doing tandem. They have done offense. a few, a few, but not many. Right. The only the only thing that they did tonight that was tandem offense was the finish. Mm -hmm. That was it. Yeah, they so definitely the finishes that they tend yeah, to and that's that seems to be the point is mm -hmm. I think. These are two guys who firmly believe that they are the best of the singles division, mm -hmm. whether or not that's recognized as another story, but they are the best of the singles division mm -hmm. who have decided to join forces to prove a point that it it's, doesn't matter who they face, mm -hmm. they are superior no matter what. Right. And it's hard to disagree, especially when you have McIntyre in there, mm -hmm. who since coming back has just been... The absolute peak and pinnacle of everything that WWE is. Right. He had won championships outside. He comes back almost immediately wins the NXT championship. Mm -hmm. Gets injured. Injured, but then doesn't even go back to NXT. Goes straight to WWE. Yeah. Uh, main roster television. He is the best. Mm -hmm. Six foot five. He looks like he looks He's like. He's an that. Adonis. I I had to pick him up from the airport. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. He's and he's enormous. Oh, I thought you, you stand. Say, I thought you were gonna say he's gorgeous. I was like, I agree. I mean, he's he's not bad looking. <laughs> I mean, I'm. He's got nice eyes, I guess. <laughs> he does. Actually. Yeah, I, I, they're they're like a nice frosty blue. Into, yeah, yeah it's, it's I, I know him. Um, <laughs> but uh, he's he's enormous. Yeah, he's massive. Yeah, he could barely fit in my car. My car right. is just like a normal size people's right. car. He's, so. I'm I'm maybe as wide as he is, mm -hmm. but I'm half the height. Yeah. <laughs> so So do you um, see the belt them getting the belt eventually? Maybe not on Money in the Bank, but maybe by SummerSlam. Like I feel like them working together and dominating the the people that's on there now, um, it's setting them up to win belts. I hope they don't get the belts. Mm -hmm. um, but if they do actually win the belts it would leave, it would mean literally nothing to them. Mm -hmm. They would leave the belts in the back. They're a decoration. Mm -hmm. Because they they're trying to make a statement about how good they are. Right. And they already see themselves as championship material. Mm -hmm. A belt would simply be putting a bow on it. And they right. don't need it. But what if they like run through Raw and then I mean I don't know if this could I I know it usually happens after WrestleMania, but they run through Raw maybe twice. And then it's like, we're the best of Raw. Get us over to SmackDown. Could that be a possibility, too? I don't think so. Okay. I think Raw is... Raw's the A show. Right. Not to take anything away from SmackDown, the huge television deal that they have had, mm -hmm. but Raw is the A show, and I think if you're going to be dominant, you want to be dominant of the A show. Right. So I think they're in the best place to prove the best point. Mm -hmm. Isn't the Bludgeon Brothers in uh, on SmackDown, though? Yes. I think so, yeah. Yeah, they are. I think tag team-wise, SmackDown has a better roster tag team-wise. Yeah. I, I I have no choice but to agree. Yeah, because I especially know, especially right now. Yeah, I know you 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 would say Raw is the the dominant show or the A show up until a point, but I 
think, well, you know, when Sean was running it, um, it just seems like I get more enjoyment watching SmackDown um, as far as more invested in the storylines. And Raw is just like, sometimes it feels like they just, they, they have the, the amount of time. They have a huge roster. I think both um, both SmackDown and Raw does. But it seems like sometimes Raw is just like, people are going to watch it anyway because they know we're the best and just slap things on the wall versus, you know, kind of... I, I For some reason, we can't seem to get uh, any sort of, like, a, a genuine long-term storyline yeah. going. We just can't seem to, to get that yeah. on Raw. I don't necessarily understand why, but there are other teams, quality teams, that are not being used currently mm-hmm. on Raw television. And I, I cannot... I cannot understand why. I'm sure there is a valid reason. Right. I can't imagine what it is. So we're getting these very shallow storylines. Yeah. The only one that has any real depth would be the B team storyline, mm-hmm. where they're actually they restarted. They're a, essentially a brand new team, and mm-hmm. they're just starting to win. But that's again the depth of it. It's very shallow. Yeah. So uh, it's this. This is what we have to work with. Would we like better? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but we're going to have to to wait. Figure it out. Yeah. No clue how long. Hopefully they have a, ga- a game plan. Um, yeah. So it looked like Jinder Mahal had a game plan. He uh, Roman Reigns thought he was going to battle Jinder uh, Mahal, but that wasn't the case. Sunil Singh was there. He's like, you know, it's not going to be me tonight. It's going to be this great, but small, but yeah. great. Great in spirit. Yes, great in spirit. I like how he didn't tell Sunil. Like, he can at least... You know, warn him. And the fact is, now I realize that they never both brothers, but Sunil at the moment, they never. I never see them in like they're never ready to like wrestle. I mean, they wrestle sometimes, but they're never ready to wrestle. It'd be nice, like one day where like he was ready and he literally just like like teared off his pants. Well, I mean, they they are the Bollywood boys, but uh, they're that's not their function currently. so if if they were to be if they were to actually be a tag team, yes, they should wrestle right. in actual wrestling attire and not in suits. But like picture it. So Jinder Mahal is setting this up and he's saying all this stuff, and instead of Sunin Singh being surprised because he's done this before, he's ready, and you know he literally has those tearaway pants and he ha- he's ready to wrestle. And then Romain's what I think they were trying him. to avoid was giving the audience an opportunity. To cheer for Sunil. Oh, uh, okay. And if he had done that, the audience would have gone, yeah, I hope the little guy wins. Right. Instead of Roman Reigns, who is a they hoss by yeah. comparison, and there's that. Yeah. So I think they, they did it the way they did it to minimize the crowd reaction mm-hmm. for Sunil. That way, giving giving less latitude to Sunil and taking it away from Roman Reigns. It, it's, 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 it's hard, man. It's but in TV. All reality, it doesn't seem like anybody, like, you either have people who like Roman Reigns or you have people who, like, love to hate him or love to like, like, and then you have people who are confused. Like, it's just like, you just don't know, you know, I, you just don't know with, with like, there's not a definite, like, okay, he he's definitely like a heel because sometimes he, it feels like he's flip flopping with that too, and that could be like the writing. But this time around, it's just like, you know, Jinder's bad, right? But now you don't really know if you should cheer for Jinder or you should cheer because he has with Jinder. It's like he had the the backing of India, so you almost have that pride, and you 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 might not associate with you know being 
Indian pride, but you can associate with being prideful in your country. So you can associate that. India is a very large country. Right. And those people are very proud of their sports figures. That's right. A, Indian pride is a real thing. Right. So you have that. But then it's like Roman is just like, he last week I think he helped, he came out to help South and it's like, oh, he's a good friend. Like, okay. Right. So it's like nobody really cares about him, although it seems like he's put in the forefront for people to care. Well, the, he complains a lot. And that's the one thing I can truly get out of all of this is they had a backstage with him before uh, his match with Jinder Mahal. Mm -hmm. And again, he was complaining and lamenting about, oh, this is all Jinder's fault. Jinder yeah. screwed me. So, you know, I'm going to hurt Jinder. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you so whiny? Why is Roman Reigns such a whiny puppy? It's terrible. So do you think that's a writing thing or do you think that the writers are taking his personality and just kind of going with it? It's that? impossible to tell. I think... In in my my gut that this is going somewhere, mm -hmm. but I do not want to uh, give anybody false hope mm -hmm. as to what could possibly happen. But I I do have there's got to be a reason this is happening this way. Yeah, it's it's too on purpose. You can't write a guy to be this terrible on accident. No, I'm giving him a little more credit than that. But that's the thing, though. It's it's frustrating to me because you have two guys. In recent times, within the last maybe year or two years, I've both I've had, I've had the belts at one time or the other. So, to me, if you're going to write this type of storyline between the two of them, eventually a belt or battling for a belt or an option of the belt should come up. And I honestly, the way that Raw has been going in the last couple of months, I honestly don't see that. I see that, okay, they're going to have this. They're going to do it a billion more times. And then something new. And then it's just like this storyline is... The problem is All we don't have a championship. We don't have a, a champion who is in play right. consistently. It, it was just reported that Brock Lesnar broke CM Punk's uh, championship record mm -hmm. with uh, 400 days. Yeah. And uh, with only, uh, someone said, 10 title defenses, and I have to take them at that. I don't right. necessarily have the numbers in front of me, but that seems Close, yeah. that seemed like a number that's reasonable, at right. least television numbers, because we know he's done a couple of house show appearances and defended mm -hmm. the belt there. Uh, but we have a champion that's... Doesn't come when he wants. Right. And... It's really hard to make anything important when you don't have the belt. Right. It's very difficult. Uh, and that is the problem that they are finding themselves in. They could keep it interesting only for so long. Right. And now everyone is very tired. Now, does he is he scheduled to be on Money in the Bank or in Money in the Bank? Does he have a match that up? No. Okay. What? Because it's... Right, no. Okay, then. Yep. Well, um, the B team... Undefeated, the Cinderella story. They go up against Heath Slater and Rhino. Um, they're really, I mean, when you're saying with their storyline, even though the B team is relatively new in its name, how they came about through the Miz Tourage and all this other stuff, it's, I, they may not have planned it this way, but how they took it and spinned it, now it's like, okay, you can see the progression and where they are now. And, you know, do you think they have a legitimate win? Like, or do you think when they finally have that opportunity as far as garnering belts, they're going to lose? The matches that they have had have been relatively short. Right. So they haven't had a real test. I think Sunday is going to be their first genuine test as a team mm -hmm. against two legitimate tag team wrestlers. And it's it's 
going to force them to mm-hmm. sink or swim, much the same way that the Miz leaving forced them to sink or swim. Right. And it, it that will be their make or break point, win or lose, because right. they don't necessarily have to win the belts to prove that they're a top-tier tag team. Right. They haven't proven that they are as good as their record shows. Let's put it that Wait, way. Wait, who has the tag team belts again? Sorry. Right now it's it's Hardy oh, yeah, okay. and Wyatt. Oh, boy. Yes. Okay. So it's it's going to be difficult for them. It just seems like both teams, because obviously we saw how Hardy and Wyatt got together, um, but it just seems like I would want to see the B team win just because then, you know, people will cheer for them. That's that's one thing. But it's like almost continue that no um, no losing streak. Like yeah. I, I feel like if they lose now, then they don't have that that storyline anymore, and then they come up with something else. Right, right. I don't know. See, I'm I'm funny about these things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think a loss is a greater catalyst for mm-hmm. somebody than a win. Right. Um, so I, I see the potential for them losing and truly going on an even better streak. Mm-hmm. Not with necessarily maybe the same amount of wins, but better quality matches. Right. And uh, I think that would be the way for them to go. Mm-hmm. They lose, and then they have to go through everybody again, mm-hmm. and they are on fire this time. They're not just winning. Mm-hmm. They're putting out hell of fight matches right. with some real opponents, and they're forced to be good, and then they can actually win right. the belts. Or they just really just bumble their way through. <laughs> like the wins, like I honestly would enjoy seeing. Like I, th- I think with Raw, the, there are obviously you know there's certain aspects that have to be serious, but almost seeing them like bumble, like you know, accidentally pin somebody, you know, and actually get those wins. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't, nef- I wouldn't want them to have the belt for an extended period of time. But them accidentally getting the belt and holding on to the belt for you know up to SummerSlam. And each each win that they get is literally... So they actually, they sort of fall into a victory. Right. And every victory after that is just them... They're trying. Just barely getting yeah, by. Yeah, they're trying. It's not like, you know, they're, they're, they figure they're going to get it. They're trying, but they're so ecstatic with the wins. Do you know who Mikey Whipwreck is? I do not. Mikey Whipwreck was an ECW, and he... He couldn't win... He couldn't win a, an ice cream eating contest. Uh, but somehow he won a couple of championships, right. and he won them exactly like that. Yeah, he's a like, and it's a tag team. He was mm-hmm. tag team with Cactus Jack McFoley, uh-huh. and Cactus would come in and just kill people. And Mikey Whipwreck was dead; he had been killed earlier. And then Cactus would just grab him and throw him on top of people, <laughs> and that's how they would win. And Mikey would just kind of wake up, going, "Oh, I got a belt! Yeah, oh, look at that!" <laughs> Oh, I, God, mean, I, 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 would want, I would want to see that. That that to me, see like the the and then the lead up with everybody else in the locker room knowing that they're just bumbling fools and somebody has but to take luck them. is on their yeah, side and somebody has to take them down. <laughs> yeah. Like I I would want to see that kind of enjoyment because with like I, I, you could tell I already asked you who had the tag team belts. Like I don't even. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all this content for you, the listener, free of charge, is our amazing sponsors. Today, Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is one of those sponsors. Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet is a comedy podcast featuring brother and sister duo Alex and Christine as they recap dramatic readings of one-star reviews written by real people with not-so-real problems. 
problems. Whether it's a bar's no throw up policy, or a barista who's just too friendly, or maybe a school psychologist's fashion sense, reviewers complain about everything. Prepare for equal amounts laughter and eye rolling. Each week, Alex and Christine cover topics ranging from strip clubs in Vegas, ghost tours in New Orleans, or DMVs in Phoenix. They nobly delve into the cesspools of Yelp, TripAdvisor, and other review sites to find you the best of the worst. Listen to Beach Too Sandy, Water Too Wet on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, or any of your favorite podcasting apps. You can also find them on all social media platforms at Beach Too Sandy. Remember, like, well, they showed up, too, right? They, and they, just and, after this match. And they showed up, and I didn't even remember. So it's just like, you know, there's certain people, to, and I actually like um, Bray Wyatt. Like, I, I, you know, he's memorable to me, but it's just like, they're, it, to me, it doesn't seem like they're doing much. It does. These these two teams have not had an interaction or an altercation. Right. They this was as close. This the Wyatt and Hardy being on the ramp after the match was as close as the two teams have mm. ever gotten to each other, mm. really. And so it's it's not hard to disassociate the B team from the champions because right. they've literally never been in the same yeah. ring together, at least not in recent yeah. history. So I can see why there's a disassociation, yeah. but needless to say, they're going to all be in the same ring on Sunday, yeah. and somebody's going to be walking away with the belt. Because it seems, too, with, uh, with uh, the belts. Um, it seems like the, with the B team, too, it's just like, you know how somebody's just almost oblivious? So the tactics that um, Bray Wyatt um, used, like, wouldn't really work on them because... It's not even like it just goes above their head, where it's just like, oh, okay, you're trying to phase me, but not or it now. works too well, and some goofiness ensues, so. and they get the better of it. That's what I'm hoping, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, so uh, we get Elias. I actually think his singing is getting better. He might be practicing. You know, practice is the the only way to perfect right. anything. Professional wrestling, singing, playing guitar. Mm-hmm. So I assume that he's actually practicing yeah. on the road. Yeah, well, I mean, the fact that they're making him sing every week now, it feels like he should get... I think good or bad, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's just, it's going to get a reaction. Right. And that's what matters most. It does. So uh, he's there. Uh, Seth, Roll- Seth Rollins comes out. Um Elias leaves his guitar. Brand new guitar. Brand new guitar. Hand painted by John Mayer. Hand Who knew he could paint? I, just, I don't know that. I mean, Jim Carrey paints too, so. I That's mean, true. And uh, Sylvester Stallone. And so. George H.W. Bush. There you go. So, yeah. I mean, everybody, I mean, when you have that type of money and time, why not? I would paint too. <laughs> paint just to paint at that just point. Paint. I would finger paint, paintings. I would, I would paint just paintings. to paint, just to toss it on the wall yeah. and not worry about, oh, my house is still going to get paid for it. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, just saying. Um, so, he leaves his custom guitar in the ring. Um, because Seth kind of, you know, chases him out, and then he decides on having. I think they would, they should have did the auction because you know, help some type of charity, but they didn't do that. Seth Rollins does the two stomp on the guitar, tears up the guitar. What do you think about this battle, this match? I mean, it was uh, a battle of wills. I think it sort of it makes it interesting. I think elias and seth have two completely different styles mm-hmm. and i actually think that works to actually have a good match right i think them meeting on sunday for the intercontinental championship will be a good thing um i think it'll be kind of odd if elias wins because he in my mind he is so much like the honky-tonk man mm-hmm. that if he wins the championship it is almost like having the honky-tonk man back again mm-hmm. Even yeah, even he almost has a version of the shake, rattle, and roll. Like it's almost 
almost that is finished. The drift away is close to that. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like history repeating itself in a way, but I don't I don't know what kind of champion Elias would be. Yeah, that's the thing. It's just like um, I think he would be a good champion, but I think that he would be better crowd wise and in general not being a champion. It's like you can place him in all these. He seems like the filler guy. Like if somebody needs a storyline and they're, you know, above the mid card like a Seth Rollins, but he doesn't have something kind of in play. Obviously, he has the belt. It's like you throw in Elias because he has the songs, he has the the audience behind him, and all this other stuff. So it seems like he's the filling guy. It's like okay, we don't know what we're gonna do yet, but we'll throw in Elias. He'll sing some songs, you know, sing something bad about them, and they go back and forth for a few weeks, and you will be invested because you're invested in Elias. Right. So it doesn't it, champion wise, it doesn't seem like. It seems to me, though, that he could get the same reaction or better reaction if he came out to sing, was supposed to have a match, and mm-hmm. just kept ducking every night and managed to hold on to that championship. People would start to pay to see him get beat right. and get beat on. The Mayweather effect. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I, I mean, that's classic wrestling 101. Yeah. You pay to see the guy get beat. And Elias... As much as people like to hear him saying, I mm-hmm. think he's funny when he trashes a town or whatever. Right. But I think people really want to see him get his ass kicked. <laughs> but he has gotten his ass kicked, but it's just one of those things where it's But if not... he has a belt, but he, and he keeps the belt, but he gets his ass kicked anyway, yeah. and you can't take the damn belt off, off of him, him, people are going to start to really foam at the mouth for this guy's destruction. I can see that. I'm, I'm feeling that. Well, speaking of destruction... Uh, Ruby, Ruby Riot goes against uh, grows up against Bailey. Um, they noted that Sasha Banks wasn't in her corner. I don't know why Sasha should be in their corner. As far as I, I know, think that not was friends. Corey Graves taking shots at Bailey. Okay, I think that's what that was. He didn't mean it genuinely. It was like, oh, "Where's your friend? You know, the one who keeps kicking your ass yeah. and, and calling your names." And why can't she get any other friends? I mean, I don't. There's like a lot of women in the locker room. It's really com- a competitive atmosphere. And it's hard to make friends when everything is that competitive. Well, here's the thing, though. It's almost like, um, oh, my gosh, when Charlotte Flair had, was it uh, Dana Brooks? Yeah, Dana Brooks, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like you have enough women in the locker room that we don't see. And I don't know if this is like a writing thing, but, you know, Bailey is a nice person, so I'm sure she gets along with other folks as well. There's a lot more women in the locker room that she can almost start recruiting somebody to be her backup who doesn't get that TV time because Bailey gets a lot of TV time and, you know, start recruiting her, recruiting that person to be your backup. And then Sasha might actually start actually valuing the friendship because now Bailey and Sasha don't have that connection because Bailey has that connection with somebody else. I don't know, though. Bailey, Bailey is not really somebody who wins a lot. I right. don't want to call her a loser, mm-hmm. but, but she definitely doesn't get the W as often as she gets but the L. But if she L. had somebody in her back, like 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 a Mickey James or something. That takes that takes somebody to invest in her. Right. And I think because she doesn't win very much, mm-hmm. people are worried that that reputation is going to rub off on them. Uh, and but she hugs everybody though. Somebody. I feel like somebody she it's no. it's a competitive business. That's that's all I can really tell you. Yeah. Yeah, now that you say that, yeah, she hasn't been... I, I feel like she had a really great run in NXT, and then she came in, she had a really great run, and then since She's then, been Raw Women's Champion. Yeah. She has, but, but then since recently, then it's been like downhill. she just kind of hasn't been able to pull it together. It almost feels like you should uh, do like a... Sit on a, a psychiatrist's couch, like have her an episode, like, re, like trying to figure out why she's losing so much. 
I mean, that, that would be, would be interesting. Kind of hear like maybe she's trying to make friends for the wrong reason. Right. Maybe she's a people pleaser, and that's really what's what's rubbing people the wrong way. Right. And she tries. She gets the wrong friends, like Sasha Banks. She kept trying to get Sasha Banks back, and Sasha treats her like crap. Right. Like really consistently, and until finally Bailey said no. But that's kind of the only time. Bailey ever really stood up for herself, and that, I don't know. I feel like somebody who hugs so often should have more than one friend, but you know, it is what it is. I was speaking at somebody who only has one friend, Ronda Rousey. Uh, she and Nia Jax were uh, kind of talking about the whole battle. Nia's like, you haven't, well, congratulations Ronda Rousey first. She's been inducted, she's being inducted to the UFC Hall of Fame. She is? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Cool. Good for her. I mean, I mean that. I think I mean that. Anyways, they were sitting uh, there. How old is she? Rhonda's 30. She's like under 33, I think. Hall of Fame. Well, you have to think about what she did for the sport and how Dana White placed her in situations to put her. Like, when you think of USC, UFC women, who else do you think of? Yeah, all right. I'll give you that. I don't even know who the champion is. Like I know, I know Holly Holmes and I know Misha Tate. Yeah. You know Misha because she got her ass beat by Ronda a whole bunch of times. You know Holly Holmes because she kicked <laughs> Ronda. Yeah. To you know, so like you you know those people and congratulations Holly Holmes she just won. But it's just like you don't know it in anybody else. So if you're gonna pick something somebody deserving that put women's um, mixed martial arts on on. In the forefront. In that arena. In that yeah. arena, yes. Um, so. Okay. <laughs> he's not buying it. You convinced me, Ish. Just say. She's still 33. Would you get the way until you're old and gray to get a Hall of Fame? Generally, yeah. Why? She's already retired. She's not coming back. She said that? Yeah. Come on. She's not going to go back to UFC. Really? No. Really? No. Once she kind of gets established, I think, once she gets kind of established... Mike Lesnar wouldn't go back to UFC either. Yeah, I think it's two different things. Really? I mean, she she has done interviews where she kind of hinted, but I think, one, she's really in love with her husband, which obviously you should be because she's married, but I think she, she, said <laughs> she, she said she wanted to have kids. Like, there's a whole nother life that that is there for her. So she's doing WWE and when she gets to a certain level because you know we haven't seen her. We don't we don't know if we're going to see her every week once she kind of gets established and all this stuff. So there's a whole another level. She's going to want to have kids soon in the next 3 to 5 years. There's that. How many kids do you want to have? Her husband still, I believe he's still um doing mixed martial arts. There's that side of it. She's still in movies. So there's a whole another life that she doesn't need to take that abuse for. Now if she trains for it, Comes back and loses again. That's too much of a risk. I suppose you don't want to. You know, you wouldn't want to do that. I don't know. I've lost a lot of matches. <laughs> yeah, but it's just kind of like with the way it's again how she kind of came up. But I mean, it's not like a Mayweather thing. It's like he if he loses in UFC, he still is fifty and zero in boxing, which isn't that much in boxing. Truly, I think he's tied. No. Yeah. No. No, no, no. Okay. No. No. 50-0? and 0? Undefeated? There's somebody who's... Okay. Yeah. All right, well, we'll look that up. Okay. Um, so they go back and forth. Naya's like, you know, Ronda's not very experienced. Um, Ronda goes to the go-to move, which is an arm bar, and Naya has a tap out. What do you think, uh, what do you think is going to happen in Money in the Bank? 
A lot of people are speculating that Ronda's going to win. I hope not. Uh, I, too, hope that she does not win. It'll be quality learning experience for her. Like mm -hmm. I said earlier, sometimes you get to learn more from a loss than you can an actual yeah. victory. And I don't think Ronda knows how to be a champion. She barely knows how to be a wrestler. Right. She's only had a handful of matches. Yeah, live events. They were referring to her tonight, her track record on television, mm -hmm. when you can really look up that she's had... Uh, I think at least five to seven, yeah. 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 She's been getting reps in, which mm -hmm. is good, necessary. But she's really untested still. Mm -hmm. And I know I know who she's training with. She's training hard. She's training with the right people. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't necessarily mean that when you get a belt, you're going to know what to do with it when you have it. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different game chasing a belt and then having it. Yeah. It's like a dog chasing a car. Dog catches the car. What's it going to do with it? Yeah. So it's... Catch and release. Right. And, they, and you don't want to be that kind of champion. Right. Um, you want to be a champion that is able to hold it, hold on to a belt for at least a six-month period of time. Right. I think that's enough proof to show that you're a real champion and not a transitional champion. And uh, you just want to avoid that term. Yeah. You don't want to pick up the belt and immediately lose it again. So I think it's better for her to, to lose to Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. And then wait for somebody else to to pick up the belt and then face them for it. Yeah, it, it, that would that would make sense. But the way I don't know, it, it's they're they're setting it up. It seems like that that's what's going to happen. And the thing is that we haven't seen her. Would she be more of a, a Brock Lesnar cha champion? Where we already have one of those. We don't need another one. Where you know we'll see her because I think I think two or last last week. You know they weren't on the they were they weren't at Raw they were doing something else and I think she's promoting she has a movie that's coming out so it's like she has things that she's doing so I don't know I I, I I'm definitely a believer that she can do it based off of what I saw on TV the the first and last time that we saw her um, it's just that storyline wise she has one alliance like it just seems like she has one match yeah. under her belt one match. High level, but she was in a tag team, like yeah. they said. Mm -hmm. So it's what the difference is staggering between these two. Yeah. Granted, they both train hard. Nia Jax has got the size advantage, and you saw it in there tonight. Mm -hmm. She's she's two Ronda Rouseys. Right. And Ronda was able to get the arm bar, but Nia Jax was this close power to bombing. power bombing her to Kingdom Cup. Yeah, which I kind of wanted to see, but I see... Why they did it? The I way think they on did. Sunday that's definitely what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. With nothing on the line, Nia Jax just wants to get out. Mm -hmm. So she realized I'm exerting too much energy. I'll let her get the armbar and tap out mm -hmm. and kind of play possum and get the hell out of here. And then on Sunday she tries that again. I'm going to pick her up and I'm going to drop her on her head yeah. and then I'm going to pin her. And that's how that's going to work. Yeah. Uh, kudos to Nia Jax though. I do like her mic skills. I was concerned about her mic skills, but you know she's doing she's doing better than I expected. So kudos to her. Um, speaking of somebody who's had a lot of reps but just not quite making it uh kurt hawkins and no way jose i want to read the espn story they I did know. On i was the first i had heard of it tonight yeah, i was very crazy. interested out of all the stories and you know all the charity events that a lot of superstars are doing and you know the ronda and Nia jackson all that other stuff they choose to write about kurt hawkins losing uh 200 times because it's i mean i say that is the more interesting story look at this loser over here why does he keep losing yeah but that's the <laughs> thing though like i i think I do want to read the article because I want to see if it's him or the character. 
because it's like it he I mean six of one. I mean we're all who we pretend to be to right. agree. But is he like I don't mind, I'm getting a check? Or is he like I legitimately want to win and they won't let me win? Like I kinda wanna see which way he goes in the article. But the the more interesting story is always I wanna win. There's no story when it's I'm happy. It's a very short article. <laughs> I'm happy. I get checks. Do you? What, how much is your check? I get more than you. Thank you. Move on. Okay. <laughs> um, That's, and the article is this big. <laughs> um, so uh, Sammy Zayn and Bobby Lashley. So Sammy creates an obstacle course for Bobby Lashley. He finishes it in record time. I don't know what the record is. I don't even know if there is a record, but he. I honestly think Lashley. <laughs> Beat whatever the record could have been. He was really impressive, as he is. He is a heck of a physical specimen. Yes, he is amazing, and his body's banging, and the extra stuff. Really? Yeah. He's a little big. He's a little. little He's a little big. What do you mean a little big? Like he's not. His dimensions are weird. Well, his calves might be tiny. But Jinder Mahal's, are they? Jinder Mahal's calves are tiny. I didn't too. realize he's got runner's legs. I, I know a lot of guys that yeah. just have runner's legs. But he's like all shoulder, from, you're saying, right? Right, yeah. yeah. And he's just he's weird proportions. He probably has, he probably, I'll have to look at him again, but he probably, it looks like he has, his arms are probably a little bit long. I could see that, but he's still they look, amazing. His arms look short. They oh, just look, well, they we'll look, have to, especially we'll have... when your shoulders get out, yeah. your arms actually get shorter. Oh, well. I, uh, I should know. <laughs> well, I'll take them. His arms? You want arms like that? I'll take it all. Just gonna glue big ass arms onto her body. I don't need it on my body. Well, not in that way. Just like SpongeBob in it, just giant arms for no reason. Anywho, he finishes. He finishes the obstacle course in second uh, record time, and as you predicted, right as he's done doing his little celebration, Sami Zayn, you know, cold cocks him. Wrestling, and they go at it. So, what do you think about this uh, future match? I, th- I think Sami Zayn is is so interesting, and he's able to keep your attention, even with something like this that is so so thin. Right, it's it's very watered down. This isn't a feud, but Sami Zayn has made it into a feud mm-hmm. because he has he has puffed it up, and now it's this big thing to him. And because it's big to him, it's a big deal. Right, like it's it's one of these situations where. Sami Zayn cares so much that the audience is kind of going, where is this going? <laughs> yeah. You're interested in this because you're interested yeah, in this. Yeah, because it's just like, why? And it I, would I, be so easy for him to go, I don't care about this. This is a this is a nothing yeah. series of matches. But he, it seems like he is genuinely cares. And the audience is kind of following, like, what is the beef here? Yeah, what is your problem? I think Bobby Lashley is kind of following. I, un- I don't understand what's going on, but I'm going to show up. I've worked out this week, so... <laughs> Let's just do it. Like that's that's right. yeah. Like well, yeah. let's 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 go. Like you know, <laughs> I had a meal. I'm that seems like Bobby Lashley. Yeah, it's like pretty oh, much. Yeah. Well, I don't. I'm, I'm here. I don't. Want me to do an obstacle? I'll do an obstacle course. Okay. <laughs> what do you want me to do tonight? You want me to do that? Okay. All right. Sure, yeah. Why, why not? Bobby Lashley, easy going. Yeah. With his three sisters. Just, yes, three just... sisters. So Large. we'll see what's going to happen with that. I mean, yeah, it feels like he might just pretty much tear down Sammy. And no, Sammy Zayn will be hard to catch. He always is. That's yeah, but I, well, I don't. Zane. I don't think he's going to tear him down. Like I think it'll be a good match because they're they're two different type of wrestlers. But I think in the end, and maybe it's just preference, I think Bobby's going to just finish him off. It's like okay, we had a great fight, and now that would be. I don't. I hope not. Because that would be uninteresting. Yeah. Mm. 
But then what do you do with Lashley after? Have him wrestle him again. Oh. What do you do after Lashley wins? Not much. <laughs> uh, well, create something different, but I guess for longevity, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, then that brings us to uh, the big one, Braun Strowman, um, with a fatal four-way. How did you feel about this? Thanks, Tony in the booth. Woke me up even though I said I wanted to go to sleep soon, but whatever. Thank well, that'll, that'll keep your heart racing I know, for a right? while. It's actually going up. Went from 66 That's... to 74. No, there it goes to 80 right there. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, heck of a four-way. Mm-hmm. Finn, Val- Finn Balor, uh, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, mm-hmm. and Braun Strowman. These four guys. Again, another case of, aren't you guys working on Sunday? Mm-hmm. And it's really important? Yeah. Why are you doing this? I mean... Points to <laughs> points to Bobby and Finn for kind of like laying back and trying to get Strowman under control. They they and they did for a little bit. Mm. And Owens with the enormous splash off the top of the ladder He's through like, the announce table. I loved it when he said, "Hold the ladder." I was like, <laughs> "Hey hey, OSHA standards, safety first. Absolutely no. Every single guy in that match, other than Strowman, did his finisher to Braun Strowman. Right. Braun Strowman still kicked out. Mm-hmm. He still went on to win the match. Honestly, this was a lot of fun to watch, and it it just it shows that Strowman cannot be stopped. But I don't know if he has what it takes to climb a ladder to get a briefcase. Oh. Now, do you think he's ever going to get the belt? Like I feel yeah. like he should have no, gotten belts. I do. A while ago. He'll get it. But it, it's just getting, like, he's just tearing through people. So it's just like. It's what he does. He's right. good at it. Right. He actually, that the promo before the match was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Strowman comes up to them and goes, hey, why don't all three of you take me yeah. on? It's exactly what Owens had been doing the entire night, trying mm-hmm. to round up everybody to take and on Strowman. Like, and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Rude and Balor were like, well, I don't really want to do that. That doesn't sound great. But all of a sudden, Braun starts off the match by taking them all out, and it's like, Oh, this has to happen. Right. We don't have an alternative. We have to, all together. of us together, kick his ass, yeah. or he will maul us to death like a grizzly bear. And the end is he wins. It was Owens. Owens threw a ladder with the power slam. Mm-hmm. Three count. That's it. Well, do you think he's going to get the... Well, we'll see. Because I don't, I don't think he'll have a problem getting up there. Strowman? Yeah. He's heavy. He's big. I think he's he's unsteady on a ladder. Mm-hmm. People don't understand ladder on a wrestling surface moves a lot. That's why guys move as slow as they do because it's um, really unsteady to copy. walk up a ladder. Walk up a ladder on the ground, that's one thing. It's right. stationary. On a mat, on on the the wood, it moves a lot. It's very very unsteady. Well, it is very unsteady. We'll see everything that's going to be happening this Sunday and Monday in the bank. Other than that, a shout out to everybody in the live chat for joining us. Sorry, I couldn't, you know, read all that and do that. Multitask. Two of us in studio today. However, where can they find you, sir? Find me on Instagram and Twitter at Baines Destroy. Uh, let's see. Next week we have wrestling, pro wrestling emanating from uh, North Hollywood, just over there, CIA California Institute of Abnormal Arts, and it's a lot of fun. It is all the main event is all for the kingdom of Monrovia, the beautiful kingdom of Monrovia. There will be one winner. He will be the new king of Monrovia. Well, good luck. Why well, it won't be me? Oh, well, what? Okay, we'll. Talk I'm not about in it. it. <laughs> we'll talk about it.
All right. Um, other than that, uh, thank you guys for joining us. You can find me on everything uh, at TK Trinidad, also TMZ Talking Ish every day. And uh, we will see you, or some version of us will see you uh, next week. Don't forget to check out Women's Pro Wrestling Weekly and all those other wrestling shows that we have. NXT! NXT, Xbox One, Two, Three, Sixty, 360, all those wrestling shows for you guys, Total Bellas, all that and more coming up this Wednesday. But we will see you, or some of us will see you on Monday. <laughs> well, bye! <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.